0: All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Just Browsing. Matthew along with Zach today. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we are live on TV slash Just Podcast, but today we're going to be doing uh, part two of shooting the shit. Um, we were supposed to have a structured episode, but we forgot the Pixar movie brackets, so we won't be doing a rewind of that to... Um, you know, let people know the results we'll postpone that probably till next week or yeah, maybe we'll do that next week and we do like the MCU bracket or something. And we'll just do that as a little
1: That'll be a good lead in. Yeah, I dro- I kind of dropped in. the ball this week. I was supposed to bring over we had a few of the Pixar brackets that were filled out in person and we actually have some results and it was going to be kind of a fun thing to go over some of the results other than Matt's picks and my picks, but of course I left them at my house before I came over here and didn't realize it till I literally walked up to your door. So,
0: so that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, the, the <laughs> Until Pixar movie. next time. But that gives you more time to, uh, you know, look in. Go, go ahead and give the episode a listen. Um, we do do the full bracket here. I will post on the stream for those that are here. Um, if you do go to the Just Browsing um, Podbean page, there is a link to the bracket. Um, feel free to click on it, and then you can follow through as you listen to the episode. And you know, we'll be. We we declare both of our winners, and then, like we said, you know, in a week or so, we'll go through other brackets, so feel free to fill one out and, you know, comment on the episode, who wins, or the Facebook post, or wherever you want to comment, who wins, and um, we'll be sure to count you in on the the statistics of the episode for...
1: Can you just real quickly go over where to find the bracket on the Podbean website again? Because I did have someone asking me about... They yeah. were trying to find it, and they were having a little bit so of if, trouble. So
0: if you're on our Podbean website, on and it's just browsing.podbean.com, um, you'll see like the iTunes logo with the Amazon Music, Spotify, Facebook. Um, and if you go right below the Facebook, there is a link to the, the bracket in a Word doc, or a, a Google doc, I guess. And you can just print this Google Doc out and fill it out or just um, you might be able to just copy paste it to your own Google Doc because this is a locked one. And then from here, you'll be able to just, you know, create text box or whatever you want to do and and fill it out. So fairly simple. You can do it that way. There is also a um, link up at the top called brackets where we're going to be posting a picture that is not clickable for some reason, as well as the hyperlink to that same uh, Google Docs so a couple ways you can get to it and these will all stay here um, In the brackets page. However, the links to them will disappear once we get our new bracket up just so we don't clutter our links with a Thousand brackets
1: that's what I was actually just gonna ask like are the is the TV show and the movie franchise bracket on there Or are they No. so I can work
0: someone? to put those up there So if people come back and listen to those older episodes, they can look at them Um, those are a little bit different because those were built out of a Google template in the Google sheets. Right. And I used a different template to build this, that I could just take a screenshot and post it. So I can work to get those um, put in there eventually.
1: I was just curious.
0: Yeah. But no, this this will be the way we'll do it from here on out. I know um, know, it's easier to follow along when you can see the bracket. So there will always be a link to the bracket under the Facebook icon on the Uh, Podbean page for just browsing and yeah, we're going to put it in at least two spots that you can find it. So if you have questions, feel free to comment or shoot us an email. One of us will reach back out to you quickly and, and let you know.
1: Yeah. And so we'll have the MCU bracket that will replace that. Once we build it, we still have to build it.
0: Right. So MCU will replace this one. And then on the brackets page though, this one will just get moved down. Okay. So, um, you know, I'll just tab down, and then we'll have a picture of the bracket with the hyperlink as well, um, so you can just copy the link if need be. Or you know, it's going to kind of be a running, um, what? Well, I don't know what I'm trying to say. So it's just <laughs> going to be like a running um, page of all the brackets that we're going to be doing okay. f- probably from here on out. And like I said, I can work to get the other ones put in there. Yeah, just be, built uh, I mean,
1: obviously, we don't have to. We don't have to do it, but it's just something. That I was thinking about But yeah, I think um, that'll be kind of cool Because we will have I'm imagining we're going to have quite a few brackets In the future at some point Because it's just a really fun thing to do Is just throw stuff like this into brackets Um, Because we already have an idea for the Disney one For the MCU one And then I'm sure there's a bunch more beyond that That we could do um, That we haven't even thought of But um, yeah, that'll be be fun I'm looking forward to that I'm actually very looking forward to the MCU bracket Are you looking forward to that one?
0: I am. I,
1: have you seen all of them? Let me just get that out of the way. There's been.
0: I think I have. I don't think I've seen two, but I do have Disney Plus, so I can probably sneak those into my. Which schedule. ones have you not seen? I haven't seen <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Oof. That's and good one. um, I haven't seen uh, Doctor Strange because that one never really was like intriguing to me to watch. Oh, okay. Okay. So those are the two. I just never sat down to watch Thor. Yeah. Um, and then Doctor Strange just never really. Holy cow! I'm dying. Never really uh, caught my attention to be, yeah. like, a go-to movie for me.
1: It was pretty – I will say that the MCU has been somehow – and obviously, like, I was not a comic book fan prior to these movies, and I am still have really never read a comic book. I'm, I'm interested in the comic book lore, and, like, after seeing these movies, I'll do – reading online and researching to people who have actually read the comics, who know all of the backstories and, like, all these crazy story arcs that these characters went through and all this kind of stuff, who their, you know, arch nemesis is and all this kind of stuff. I'm interested in all that stuff, but when they release movies like a Doctor Strange or an Ant-Man, I come into it kind of going, you know, kind of like you. Like, I'm not particularly interested in a Doctor Strange character. Right like I am Iron Man or the Hulk or something like that or maybe even like Wolverine who's not a part of the MCU but like Crazy. they still somehow are able to make very entertaining movies that fit so seamlessly into the rest of the narrative of the MCU right. and they can be just the weirdest like wildest stories too and that they you're like how is how are they going to like fit this into the whole timeline right. and yet they always somehow manage to do it Doctor Strange is good and then you know, it's it's also crazy how like Doctor Strange and Ant Man and, and even Black Panther and or like Nebula from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, these characters that you kind of think of as being like these extra kind of side characters that are apart from like the main A squad of the Avengers right. end up becoming like really important to the overall story of like the Infinity Stone saga. Right which is well, like just amazing to me how they do I think do they that.
0: do a good job of I mean, like you said there is like the A team of of characters, you know, there's the the original the, the original Avengers yeah. and um but I don't really feel like anyone takes necessarily a back seat. Like, no,
1: that's the that's like, the most amazing part about everyone it. Everyone in
0: Guardians of the Galaxy has an important role. Yeah. And, and whether you like it or not, like even, you know, um, Groot he plays a huge role and he literally just says i am groot yeah one well, like and, and he plays a massive role people like you know people are like yeah he's just a big tree and i'm like yeah but if you pay attention more to the storyline he's way more involved in the story than you would ever yeah, expect him to yeah. be.
1: so that's the thing is none of them ever it's not like there's a movie that comes out where they're wanting to do some side story about a kind of a lesser known marvel comics character that you end up watching it and you're like, "Okay, how did that exactly move the story further? Like, what, how does that fit in with it?" Right. You never ask that. You're like, "Oh, okay, that's how they're connecting it. It's either some sort of a flashback or a flash forward or a cut scene or even the entire movie is like loosely connected to some Infinity Stone that's right. going to come in later." And you're like, "Just, I don't. I I would honestly be curious to to figure out like how the whole story arc is." Concocted, you know what I mean? Like, because they have there are screenwriters, sometimes just one, sometimes several for each movie. But then you have, like, say you're making the third movie in a Thor tr- trilogy, right? Like, there's been two Thor movies prior to Thor Ragnarok, which you haven't seen. But so you not only have to make like a satisfying standalone Thor movie, but a satisfying third act of a trilogy of movies, but also have it fit in with all of the other movies that came before and the movies that are going to come immediately after. Right. So you have to be it like... It has
0: to fit more than a character storyline. Right. It has yeah. to fit like a true story. Yeah. Line. It
1: has to not only be like a satisfying three-act movie and story about this one character that gets you invested in just their little adventure, but also fit in seamlessly with everything else that's going on, which... That means you have to be like in concert with all of these other directors and screenwriters right. and like people who are crafting their own other stories. You, know, like you as the Thor Ragnarok screenwriter, have to know what's going on in Guardians of the Galaxy right. 2 or like Avengers Endgame or whatever, because you've got to set all of this up and connect it and make sure you don't say anything that's contradictory to that like it's it's what's gotta being be, mentioned in another movie. It's,
0: I feel like it would be harder... After like Endgame came out, we already got like I feel like the climax of the MCU, and now you know they're coming out with the Black Widow. So it's kind of like, well, we already know everything about her and like what yeah. happens and everything, but now we're re, you know, we're reintroducing her mm-hmm. as herself in her own movie. So I feel like a movie like that would be harder because we're all sitting there like, well, we all know what happens. So yeah. what, what's the pull? What? What's going to get me in there? I
1: definitely I agree with you, and I have that concern with the MCU moving forward. I will say for Black Widow, when it was first being advertised as coming out last year, my excitement level for it was not as high as most Marvel movies are, because we had just gotten off of Endgame. And I was like, okay, that was the big capstone on the entire Infinity Saga. Like, what's next? That We, we defeated the big bad right. guy. So it's like, uh, why do I really care about this one Black Widow movie? I mean, it, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a really cool, exciting, like, spy action movie. Right. But
0: why do I really care if we've does just it add, beaten Thanos? Does it Thanos, add value you know? like, to the storyline that all led up to Endgame? Yeah. Because the way yeah. I looked at Endgame was it, it was supposed to be, and we could probably deviate from this topic since we're going to have a whole episode on it, but yeah. the way I looked at Endgame was it was supposed to be a, you know, this is it. Like, yeah. End game. <laughs> it's right okay, there in the title. Right the, the end title, of the yeah. game. We don't see any more of these characters yeah. after this, you know. And and they kind of show that, you know. We see uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, then shame on you. You're anyways. like one of the five people on the planet who has seen you, it. You're Brandon. That's what you are. <laughs> but you see, you know, Tony Stark dies. Yeah. Captain America. You know, when he's going back to return one right. of the stones, he stays back in the 1940s and marries. Yeah. I can't remember her name, but Sharon.
1: No, yeah. Peggy. Whatever. Sharon is Peggy's like niece or something? I don't know. Yeah. What's Peggy?
0: But yeah, so then he comes back and, you know, he gives up his shield because he's an old man now. Yeah. And it's one of those things it's like It really felt like, okay, this is it, you know? But that also leads me to think more in depth on this because what made Captain America live so long, right? Okay, hang on, hang on.
1: Before we get too much into this Little, oh, this was this little be, uh... side rabbit hole that you want to go into. I, I just wanted to finish my thought on the Black Widow thing.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. My bad.
1: No, you're good. You're good. Uh, no, I'm
0: good, but my bad.
1: <laughs> my excitement level has increased because the pandemic happened and we got basically zero new movie releases after March of 2020. Yeah. And the ones that we did were like straight to, you know, streaming services that, in my opinion, most of them are not of the same quality of the ones that you normally see in movie theaters. But now that we're getting back to where, like, theaters are opening again and we're starting to get big blockbusters that are coming out, I'm actually very excited for Black Widow now because it's going to be the first Marvel movie we've had in a very long time, like a since, year and a half or something. Since Endgame, something? right? Maybe longer. I don't know. Yeah. Because Endgame was 2019. And then, right. I, well, no, I think um, the Spider Man sequel came oh, out. Oh, Homecoming. That. So they're it's not a Homecoming. Uh, far, far From, from Home. home. It's, it's the first one since Far From Home, which would have been like the end of 2019. So it's been a long time. And like for the last few years, we're all used to getting at least two, if not three Marvel movies every year. Right. So to go a whole like two years with no Marvel movies is very strange, which is why like they're kind of giving all of us movie fans and MCU addicts a little teasers with these shows on Disney+, Plus, which I would like to get into at some point. We don't have to, but um, anyway, I just wanted to say that my hype levels for Black Widow are now... increasing. Yeah, it's it's really starting to
0: to come out. This
1: year, I think, we have not only Black Widow, but we have Eternals. We have... I don't know if you've seen the trailers for Shang-Chi and the the Legend of the Ten Rings. No. And also, um, what's the other one I'm forgetting? There's another one that's coming out later this year. I'm spacing. I'll I'll look it up while we're talking. I know Guardians
0: but, Three is supposed to come out soon, but I don't. I'm think not it's sure if that. Yeah, I, I don't think, think it's going to be
1: this year. Maybe it's Thor Love and Thunder. I don't know. But we're supposed to get like four by the end of the year. And like I we were talking about this a right. couple of podcasts they ago. They usually do it like, quarterly, dude, it's, it's every almost July. Yeah, like you guys are going to cram four movies into like the third and fourth quarters of the year, which is going to be like Marvel overload. And they're going to be doing shows. Like there's still right. several more shows that they're planning to debut on Disney Plus. I don't know if, like, the ones that are already out are going to get second seasons. Maybe that's a little bit further on down the line, but... Well,
0: well, maybe I'll save my... They're just churning out content, man. Maybe I'll save my thought, because it's more of a conspiracy theory on, like, the whole Infinity Stones and all of that shit.
1: We should save that for the Bracket Podcast, because I I feel like we're going to really I've got, like, a lot of
0: questions, and maybe they get answered in the the comics, but, you know, like you said, you don't necessarily read the comics or have read the comics, and neither have I. So I would be really, like interested to or maybe we just make our own conspiracy theories and we can start our own conspiracy theory page called the just browsing conspiracy theories that is and we'll do that on saturdays (laughs) for the just slippers podcast
1: on sunday mornings (laughs) um that's like literally one of the main things that people used the internet for when the internet first got started is discussing film theories and like opinions on movies That's, like, literally what it's... Like, like, Interstellar? Oh, man. We had had
0: discussions about that, that we've literally created ideas for us to, (laughs) you know, have solo episodes on because there's just so much involved.
1: Yeah, if you ever want to... Like, this is what I do. If there's ever a movie that you see that's kind of a mind-bender or even, like, a Marvel Comics thing, you just go straight to the internet afterwards or go straight to Reddit and dive down a rabbit hole and... Dude, the theories that people have about movies on Reddit are incredible. And even like Game of Thrones, like you're going back through and rewatching Game of Thrones for the second time. Dude, the such theories, a good show. The theories that existed out there while that show was going on were like remarkable. And some of them you read them and you're like, I want to see this.
0: Like, right, I don't know like like if it's that's a better storyline yeah, like, than yeah. the actual storyline. I don't know
1: if this is what they're going to do, but I kind of want to see them do that. Someone needs to make this story. You know, like people have some really creative ideas out there.
0: Yeah, it's because I feel like some people are way more creative than the writers. They just don't have that skill to yeah. put it all on, you know, paper or type it up right. and type it up in and have, a have it be like, line, a, yeah, like a
1: concise story. But like I got yeah.
0: all these great ideas, I just don't know how to mesh them together, right. or I don't even know how to create a character. Yeah, but I got this massive great idea, and then you know, someone kind of comes out with it. But you're like, oh, if I just had yeah. you to write for me, I think oh, there's. We could get-
1: as someone who has watched a lot of movies and read a lot of books, I think there are authors that you come across, and there's also screenwriters that you come across, that you can kind of tell, like, this guy is great at ideas. Like, he's a great concepts guy. He can build a world and create a cool story and plot and everything, but he's not
0: necessarily like a good writer. He struggles with like yeah, really giving you that, yeah. the full story in his creative right. world.
1: But then there's other writers that you get that are like technically amazing writers, but they're not maybe necessarily as good at, at coming up with these amazing concepts. Right. Which is why it's always like lightning in a bottle when you get a George R. R. Martin who is like a technically really good writer and also amazing at building a world and bringing you into this this amazing fantasy that he's created. I
0: think you know going back to Game of Thrones because like you said, I am rewatching it, and it's been over a week since I started it. And I am only on season two. Okay, so. good. So you're, Pro- you're taking your time. A little I'm taking bit. my okay. time. Um, but it's kind of interesting because there's medieval movies. Which, if you kind of if you went into Game of Thrones without much knowledge, that's exactly what you would think of. Mm. It's a medieval, you know, from from my understanding. And if you watch like the intro scene, it's the battle of pretty much the United Kingdom. Like, the island is pretty much what the UK looks like.
1: Well, he, just real, really quickly, if you watch a bunch of George R.R. R. Martin interviews, he has loosely based a lot of this stuff on actual history. Like, it, 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 some of the stuff that happens mirrors events that have happened with real-life right. real people. In right, real so,
0: like, what I was going to say is if you watch, like, I don't know if you've ever watched King Arthur with... Mm-hmm. Um, um, Keira Knightley is the only one I can think of off the top of my head in the movie. But it's a live action King Arthur. There's been so
1: many of them. Did you see the newest one with the guy who played Jax Teller from Sons of Anarchy? I did see
0: that one. I kind of like that one. That was cool. I, I like the old one with uh, Kira Knightley, and there's the Knights of the Round Table like involved in that. Who was um, in that? I'm gonna
1: look that up while you're talking.
0: But you know what movie I'm talking about, right? Yes. Well, yes. you know he goes and he defends, or they go up past a wall in the north. Yeah. You know, and they fight yeah. wildlings more or less. They they fight. You know that the native tribes or whatever they call them that were on like the Britannias or whatever. So like looking back on that, a lot of the medieval stuff follows, but then all of a sudden he works in dragons
1: and he works
0: in like different creatures and then different people from different land that like, you know, the the dog would never cross water. And all of a sudden now they're ready to cross water. Like,
1: I found the one that you're talking about, and Clive Owen plays Ar- Arthur in that one. There's actually a lot of really famous actors. The dude who played uh, Mr. Fantastic from those old Fantastic Four yeah. movies is in there. Joel Egerton, who's been in a lot of stuff. Mads Mikkelsen was the bad guy from uh, Casino Royale. There's a lot of famous actors in here.
0: Yeah, it's a good movie. I, recommend I actually it. don't
1: know if I've seen this version.
0: You should watch it. I like it. It's a
1: good movie. Directed by Anton F- Antoine Fuqua. He's really good, too. There's been a lot of King Arthur adaptions.
0: But it's like it, you know, going like like I said, Sorry, Game of to Thrones go back to your point. Has, yeah. It's just you look at it and you're like, uh, I feel like I've seen this before in certain movies. But then you follow through the show, and there's so many different things that go on that you're like, like you said, he took historical events, but he skews them into mm-hmm. a you know, fictional fantasy world yeah. that just is like it's so fascinating and captivating that you're just like glued to it. And you can see that with how the show did. Yeah. Everybody that watched, I haven't heard one bad thing about it. Yeah. And if you find a person that doesn't like it, then they probably just don't have good taste in life. <laughs> they probably, you know. I had a
1: lot of fun doing our Game of Thrones podcast. I will say since we did do our Iron Throne episode, which for anyone who hasn't, anyone who's listening right now who hasn't listened to that one, go back and check out our Iron Throne episode. That was when Matt had watched the entirety of Game of Thrones in about four days. Somehow we could
0: probably do another one. Once I rewatch, like once I finish it again after I do it slowly, because I'm taking it more in. If you
1: want to, I'm down. Because I was going to say, since we did that episode, I have since finished the books and read the prequel book as well. So I have I have more Game of Thrones perspective. Nerd.
0: (laughs) That's almost as bad as me watching them in a week.
1: Well, it took me like six months to read all the books.
0: It also took you four years to watch Band of Brothers.
1: Yeah, and The Sopranos. It took me forever to watch and The And you Sopranos still haven't thing. seen
0: The Pacific, have you? No, I've seen them both. All right, good, yeah. finally.
1: Yeah, I watched Woo. them during uh, the pandemic. We I can watched, still do like, an
0: episode I, on them.
1: We definitely should. I was like actually thinking about episode. that today. I don't know how – I don't know what I was listening to. Someone was bringing – oh, the, mo- the book I'm reading right now, actually, one of the characters, it's like his grandfather was in World War II, and I started thinking about World War II, and then I started thinking about Band of Brothers and stuff. What a great show. And saving so Private, Private Ryan and stuff. You started Private thinking Ryan. all that. Love it. Dunkirk. Oh, my God. So, King was in town and he spent the night at our house and we were trying to figure out a movie to watch. And he's like, Have you guys seen Dunkirk? And I was like, It's a masterpiece. You were like, Don't give me stars. <laughs> I was it. like, I own it. I will put it in the Blu ray.
0: <laughs> That's one of those movies I feel like you have to have like a really good sound bar for. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't use TV audio for that because, you know. You just don't get into it. It's not it. the same. You're like, huh?
1: You and me saw it in IMAX, and it was like you Bro, literally like Felt like bombs were going off right yeah. next to you. Like it was loud. It was fun. It fun. was it was perfect for that. Too. Fun in was,
0: terms of going to a movie. The storyline's right. not fun, but it was yeah. fun in terms of going to the movie. It was a
1: fantastic movie going experience. That movie blew my mind. Oh my god,
0: dude, <sighs> so good. I want to. I wish we could do
1: a we could do like a war movies podcast too. We don't even have to put we them could, in a bracket. We could just just do talk do about a war our movies favorite. bracket. Yeah. We could put them in a bracket. There's enough, I'm sure, you could put them in a bracket. We could, I mean, we if could you,
0: literally make brackets for everything we do. We could do, it, like, a fast food bracket.
1: Oh, yeah. I love brackets, dude. It's the Just Brackets podcast. Yeah. Because if you... Think about it. If you even considered, like, any war ever, that's a lot of movies.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could throw Rambos in war movies. Yeah, like, Troy Lord of the and, Rings. like, Alexander. And, ah, yeah, you could throw Lord of the Rings. In I it. guess,
1: well, no, that's more of, like, a fantasy movie. But it's war for Middle it, Earth. It, well... We would have to say, like, these are all, like, actual well, wars. Param- like,
0: like historical, historical events. Historical, yeah, historical Even if the movie wars. is fictional. If it's but fictional,
1: is, but it takes place in a real war, then right. we can include it.
0: Yeah. And you could
1: even do, like, you know movies like... Movie uh um, was
0: let down is the USS Indianapolis. I think I told you about that. Was that with, the one with Nick Cage? Yeah, such I a... I haven't one. seen that. So, I feel like the storyline was there and everything, but you watch it, and the CGI looks like we're going back to, like... Well, like it's it just like I made it like I made it here <laughs> in my studio. That's how bad it was.
1: Well, I think Nick Cage. So to go on a quick Nick Cage tangent, he um, maxed out at Conair I think what happened is he got into a lot of tax trouble and he just does like any movie now to make any money. I think it was directed by a big Was it name director. I, I never saw that one. I. The thing is, there's like 15 new Nick Cage movies that come out every single year, and maybe like one of them is worth watching, but you got to like pluck through all of them to figure out which one's worth watching. You have to suffer. And I just, yeah, I just don't do it. I'm like, I'll let other people watch all these and tell me which ones are worthwhile. He did do one a few years ago. I think I was still in college. It's just called Joe, and it's actually pretty good. Like, he- never heard of it. Gives like a real performance. You know, like, it looks like he actually cares instead of he's just doing it for (laughs) the check, but- um, I we got to the hotel the other day. I turned on HBO and I don't even know what movie this was, but it was a Nick Cage movie. And it looked like one of his earlier ones, like from the '90s. And I was like, you know what? I miss Nick Cage in good movies, dude. Like I, Con Air, that was a good movie. The ultimate '90s movie, dude. That is the ultimate '90s
0: movie. Or uh, what, what? What was it when he's like an arms smuggler?
1: Lord of War, I Lord think War. that's a yeah, good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Like Gone in sixty seconds. In, yeah. Uh,
0: National Treasure, dude. National Treasures were probably his last good movies. And like, that's sad because the they were like
1: in like 04 or
0: something. Well, hang on, really quickly. I, I, I want was, them to come out with a National Treasure four where they go and find like El Chapo's like hidden money or I was gonna ask Pablo ask you, Escobar's hidden money or something.
1: Did you see the movie Greyhound with Tom Hanks? Because we were talking about war movies, did you see this one? It's a No, new, that's
0: the one, the Battle of Midway.
1: I think it's actually only on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I haven't. It se- I think several that's months, The Battle of Midway, right? Several months after the U.S. entry into World War II, an inexperienced U.S. Navy commander must lead an Allied envoy being stalked by a German submarine wolf pack.
0: No, that's not the one by Midway. Then.
1: I didn't know if you had seen this one yet, because I know you're a big like this scene. No, like it's but right I would. Wa- yeah,
0: I would definitely watch it.
1: I do have Apple TV Plus now. Maybe I should check this out. But, uh, yeah, I think a war movie podcast would be a blast, dude. I, I love war movies. We
0: would have to almost split it up, though, because there's, like, there's differences. Like, Troy, how can you put Troy against, like, a Saving Private Ryan? Or how do you put Troy against, you know...
1: You could, uh, you could well, there haven't been that many World War One movies. There's been a lot of World War II movies, and right, I like feel like 19, a lot of Vietnam
0: movies. for World War One would take the cake for me. Yeah, it's, like... That's, like, really I the only one I can even name.
1: I, I don't even know what else is out there. I mean, I think there are some really good ones. I, don't, I just don't think I've seen them. But then there's a bunch like, of really you, good Vietnam movies, but there's right. not a lot of, like...
0: Like, there's not a lot of Korea. There's, I don't yeah. even know of a Korean... War. I'm sure... That, I know there are Korean War right. movies, but me personally, I don't know. Well, like, I think there's only, like, my a... My grandpa fought in Korea. Yeah. You know?
1: I think there's only, like, a couple
0: Civil War movies,
1: too. Although yeah, maybe there's, there's more than I'm thinking of. There's a little bit
0: more, of. I feel like, Civil War-wise. Like, you could probably do, I think it's like The Free State of Jones.
1: I still haven't seen that. Dude,
0: great movie. One of my,
1: It's on Netflix. One of my coworkers recommended that to me like two years ago, and I still haven't watched it. I great need to check movie. That out. Dude, I'm a big you, you, big you, uh, you McConaughey could, fan.
0: I don't know if, like, watch it and then let me know if you think of it as a okay. Civil War movie. Well, um, it is,
1: right? Like, he's set during the Civil War. Right. And he, he's he creates, a Southerner. It's based and he, on a true story, to, too, right? right? Like
0: he, He's a Southerner, and I think he's in the Confederate Army, and... He tries to create this free state of Jones more right. or less where they where they like oppose the Confederacy. Right. Right? Yeah. right. But they're not necessarily agreeing with the North. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I'm not remembering it all, so don't right. quote me on that, but I, I it is to see a good movie. I do recommend that movie for anyone that wants to watch a good Civil War movie. Well ish.
1: So if we were gonna do a war movie pod... well, we, okay, so we have to decide if we're going to do a bracket or just do a podcast and, like, list our favorite war movies.
0: I feel like if we were to do a bracket, we would have to categorize them, and we'd have to pick the top one out of each. So we'd have to do World War II movies, and then they all fight each other to get to the best World War II hmm. movie. Then you'd have to do, like... Oh, a, I see. Okay. Civil War movies Civil War movies. Or, war movies, or like, or, medieval or, war movies. Right. Or, like, if if we can't find enough for one category, you just kind of go, like, miscellaneous war movies. Yeah. And you put them all in one. I think we'd have to we, say they like have to be based
1: on actual wars. Right. Because, like, Lord of the Rings, obviously, great war scenes, but it's a it's a fictional like, universe. Right.
0: But you could put Braveheart into a war. Oh, for sure. But yeah. then it's like, what do you put that in? Well, it could go but against, you like, got, like you gotta Troy the Patriot and in Alexander. In oh, the Patriot's a good one, dude. Which, by the way, I started watching that on Netflix, and then I stopped because I had a meeting and I forgot I was watching it. So oh. I have the Patriot Prime. Patriot's ready. so good, man. So but good. But it's like where do you put that because Civil War-wise, there's not a lot that I would watch out there. Right. Besides the Patriot, I mean that is like Well, that's
1: a revolutionary war movie.
0: All right. Did I say Civil War? You said war? Civil War. Yeah. Long day. Yeah, yeah. Well, Wednesday. yeah.
1: That's a good point. Like, what other Revolutionary War movies are there? I'd have to look. Like, into I
0: know them. there are other ones, but it's like, what other ones that would yeah. stick in your mind? Like, there
1: is that that show that AMC did called Turn, which is all about like the, I watched the a little spies. bit of that. Yeah, I but, haven't ever seen it.
0: But then, like Cold War movies. There's Cold War movies. There but are. That some, was never a. Yeah, you know, they call it that. A that war, would actually be. Those are more like. No there's a bunch died. of
1: really great spy movies that are set during the Cold War, like really great ones.
0: Ooh, there, this is I'm, this is getting my. There's my just brain a lot. Turning. I think I, I just feel like there's a lot of possibility out there, and I feel like we'd have to really try and limit ourselves and really de- like devise a, sh- a strategy for that kind of an episode. Because yeah, you know, if you put saving like, what would you would you put 300? Because 300 is technically based mm-hmm. off of. You know, yeah. Even though that's based on
1: a graphic novel, like the Battle of Thermopylae is a real thing, right?
0: But for the movie wise, three hundred would be the movie you'd want to use,
1: right? Right. So I pulled up. Do we, should we just run through a list of the fifty best war movies ever made? We won't know a lot of these, but I'll I'll just start rattling them off because we're forgetting a lot of them. Okay. War horses on here. Have you ever seen that? I was I have just not. telling my dad the other day. Any movie that involves the horse being a main character, you can just count me out. I'm not interested for whatever reason. It's just. Have you like, seen Hidalgo? I think I have seen it, but I tried to force it out of my memory. I saw it a long time ago.
0: Because it's like the it's horse isn't the boring, main dude, story. Dude, I don't but care it's... about
1: horses. I just don't like.
0: <laughs> uh, I like Hidalgo. It's kind of fun. There's a lot more to it than just a horse? I
1: know. I'm being very disingenuous, but like for me, as a viewer, I'm just like, oh, it's about a horse? No, thank you. I don't know. What if it's about
0: a dog? Would you watch Lassie? Or are you just biased against horses?
1: Mm, Movies about animals, I just really don't care.
0: If it's about the animal... For all of our horse listeners out there, I apologize for my co-hosts. Ignorance towards you.
1: You know, if there's a good movie that has animals in it, then great. But if it's about the... Like, any movies that come out... That are like about dogs and like the dogs talk and stuff. I'm like, no thank you. What about pets? No, thank you. I'm not seven.
0: Did you ever see Pets, the animated one? I don't think so. Watch it. It'll change your mind. I've heard the secret life is, of pets it, is really funny. That's what it is, the secret life of pets. The, the animated pets. one? Yeah. Yeah. Watch that. I don't know why I call okay. it pets. Long day. Long long day. Long day. Yeah, I was
1: I was like under the impression pets was a different one. No, 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 but no.
0: Secret Life of Pets. Watch it if you haven't. Have
1: you ever seen Courage Under Fire? I think that's a Civil War one, actually. Oh no, it's about the Gulf War. I've never seen that. But
0: see, like Jarhead would be a Gulf War.
1: I did not like Jarhead. It's
0: because it's not necessarily like a war movie. Black Hawk Down. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: The Last of the Mohicans is one of my dad's favorite movies ever. That's
0: a Mel Gibson movie, right? Does he direct Uh, it?
1: I don't think he did direct that. Or does he? No, he. It's starring Daniel Day Lewis.
0: He directs Apocalypto. Yeah, 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 that's what the one I was thinking about
1: um a lot of these are like older ones that i'm not really like a bridge with. too far is a great world war ii movie i haven't seen that one
0: i, would, I mean it's an older three one kings. but i like it
1: three kings is pretty good um hang on we got a lot in here i've heard the deer hunter is excellent i've never seen the deer hunter that's a vietnam one i think Five bloods just came out that's a the new who is it spike lee um it just came out on netflix last year i haven't seen that one um Patton? you ever seen Patton?
0: I have not.
1: Platoon? Have you ever seen Platoon? I've still never seen it, actually.
0: I don't think I have. I'm sure I've seen, like, The Dirty Dozen. Have you seen
1: Letters from Iwo Jima?
0: I have seen that. That's a great movie. Haven't
1: seen that one. I've heard All Quiet on the Western Front is pretty amazing, too. And it's, like, based on a, like, classic novel, I think, too. Or not novel, but classic book. Oh, yeah, it is a novel. Um, Full Metal Jacket? That's a good one. That's actually one of the Stanley Kubrick movies that I actually do really like, The Great Escape. I've actually never seen that. The Bridge on the River Kwai. Never seen that. Oh, and Glorious Inglour- Bastards. But Ooh.
0: but that's uh, see that's a tough one though because it's kind of it's very loosely based on true true right,
1: stories. Right, right. Well, which I think we can talk about this, but I think that should qualify because. A lot, of the, a, lot, well, a lot of war movies are fictional stories set in a real war. And that's what *Inglorious Bastards is. Oh, yeah. Even though he, he wildly movie. changes the history. He plays with fictional history. But it is a World War II movie. It's just a fictional story. Right. Um, let's see. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Oh, my God. The, yeah. Hurt the Hurt Locker. Dude, The Hurt Locker yeah. is excellent. I forgot about that one. Uh, let's see. But you got to remember, there's like Apocalypse Now. I've actually still never seen Apocalypse Now.
0: Act of Valor. You got Saving Private Ryan, American Sniper. You got Thin
1: Red Line.
0: Like, would you count Thirteen Hours?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Thirteen Hours is a war movie.
0: But what war is it technically on? Because it's not necessarily in a.
1: Is do we just call that the Iraqi War? Is that what that's called? What do
0: people refer to that as? I feel like you'd have to call it the war in the Middle East, but it's in Africa. It's not really technically in the Middle East. Thirteen Hours? It's in Benghazi. Yeah, here. This is it's in uh where's my mouse?
1: Thirteen hours is a great one though. That would for sure be in there. That would kind of go in the whole category of like the Blackhawk Downs and the
0: uh, But Blackhawk Down is well, I guess that well. I can't remember. Like in, in terms of in terms in of a, like
1: modern war films, you know what I mean? Hurt Locker, right. Black Hawk Down, so 13 yeah, Hours. So like
0: here's Iraq, right? Here's, you know, Afghanistan, Pakistan, you know, where the battle, like our our wars have mm-hmm. been. And this is where 13 Hours took place, in Benghazi.
1: Oh, I didn't even so know it's, that. So it's
0: it's in Africa.
1: Shows how much I know.
0: Um you know. So it's it's I mean it's not a far away as way because this, you know, this is considered the Middle East right here. Mm-hmm. But, well, that one—what you would in call there. it? Because technically, they weren't supposed to be there. You right. Know, the whole premise of that was right. That operation never existed. Yet, two Americans died.
1: I didn't real. I didn't know a lot of these actually, and these are like the best ones. Maybe I should categorize by like. You got Lone Survivor too. Oof, that's a good one. That's like maybe Sam's favorite movie ever. Should I do? best which war which which ones do we want to look at do world war Two? Okay. i feel like world war ii is probably the best world war ii movies this one's gonna be fun dude i can't wait to do this one actually we should write this down before we forget
0: well the nice thing is we have video of it oh as, and the- <laughs> as well as a podcast of it so we have audio recording. and a recording of it yeah that's a good point But, I mean, if you want to write it down, you also have a computer you can type it on. Okay, The Great Escape.
1: Come and see The Imitation Game. Have you ever seen The Imitation Game? I have not. That's actually really good. I'm a big fan of that movie. Dunkirk. I did not want to see Jojo Rabbit. I'm, like, not interested in that movie at all for whatever reason. Never heard of Stalingrad. Oh, Defiance, dude. Have you ever seen Defiance? Yeah,
0: that's a good one.
1: That's a good...
0: Dude, that's an underrated movie, I feel like. So... (sighs) Would we also – I think we've discussed this before, but would we also include um, – why can't I think of it? When it's, it's Brad Pitt, he's a spy for the – Allied. Allied. We yeah. have to include that because it's – Yeah, for sure. A World War II. I think what I should do
1: is I should look up just lists of World War II movies because this is like this person's opinion on what the best ones are.
0: You might have to do like a modern yeah World War II because we're going to have a different taste. In like, best World
1: War II movies since 1980 or something. You know? Right. Casablanca
0: is a good movie.
1: I've never seen Casablanca.
0: Oh, we watched that in high school, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe I had to watch that in college.
1: I came out in 1942. See, there's a lot of, like, older ones that are pretty amazing. Whereas, like...
0: was not it crazy that a World War II movie came out in 1942, pretty much at the start of World War II for the U.S.?
1: Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I didn't even, I <laughs>
0: didn't even think about that. Because it's not—I mean, it's not a U.S. story There's a movie. Really. Midway, but like Pearl Harbor. Yep.
1: Unbroken. I never did see Unbroken, but a lot of Dude, people. Dude, that is one. a fury
0: intense movie. Oh, fury. We're forgetting about Fury. Oh my god, such a good
1: movie. Um, did you see the movie Overlord?
0: No, I, the whole Nazi zombie thing just. I'm it, not a it, zombies fan. Like, it
1: it it slightly missed the mark and could have been awesome, but it was instead it just kind of okay.
0: It was entertaining for the yeah, two it, hours you were there. It was but fine, it, but it, I was, it was expecting, a down when you left.
1: I was expecting it was building up towards this like big reveal where you think you might get like I'm I'm not really spoiling anything, but like you're not. I was kind of me. thinking we we're gonna get like this boss zombie almost like in a video game or like the reason a why the explanation for like where the nazis were getting this like ability that they were kind of turning people into not and into zombies but you just never get it it just kind of ended so
0: i don't know what was that by the way that was a an alert because my brother did follow the stream he just followed it oh nice when we weren't live so i just replayed the alert uh so thanks ryan for the follow
1: thanks ryan Dude, The Monuments Men is a super boring movie. By the way, don't watch that. It's got like a stacked cast, and you would think it'd be an amazing World War II movie, and it's incredibly boring. Well, that's good. Dude, oh my god, Valkyrie! Have you ever seen Valkyrie? Oh, Valkyrie's so good. Excellent, excellent.
0: Imagine like if that came true, though. Like, imagine what the world could have been like, or like what would have been if, different about the if world German
1: loyalists had actually killed Hitler. Hitler, yeah.
0: That's that's
1: like one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. That's a really good movie. He failed, though. Yeah, well, I it's mean. a
0: failure. That Imagine is one of the, the rare movie.
1: examples of Tom Cruise failing in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> His character does never it, fails. He fail
0: in The Mummy, The New Mummy. I've never seen it, but. Not good. Uh, I don't think he really
1: fails. You know what turned
0: me away from that movie? Was the fact that I was so hyped on The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. that they come out with this one? And like, it's a demon mummy. And I'm like. It's a fucking mummy already. Why do we have to make it like a demon mummy?
1: Well, and it was basically just like a hot chick with like some mummy makeup on. Like, she didn't really look like a mummy. You know what I mean? Like, Emotep? It wasn't like Emotep, you know, where he's like, he's got like he's, he's sc- scarabs like still crawling. People, yeah, he's like sucking people's skin off God, and like dude, what it's great still movies. like got holes in it and he's got those little beetles running in and out of do his like mouth. You the first and shit? or second one better. Oof. It's hard to not say number one is the best, but number two, I feel like is on equal
0: footing. Those two were so good, and then you get to the, the Dragon emperor and you're like, "What is why? this Why? What is this?: <laughs> I felt, uh, yeah, that one just I mean, I, the the female character, I can't remember her name, of course, I'm not good with.:
1: Is it Evie? something Evie, Evie Yeah, but Evie I can't remember something? her
0: in life or her, her real name. Oh, um, she backed out of that movie to go for other movies because she didn't like the director.
1: Oh, And yeah, I'm like, Because well, no, they totally no recast and her, didn't they? It was like some other yeah chick playing Evie, and I'm like, "What are we doing here?"
0: Yeah, because those two movies were just so good, and then the last one came out. I'm like, "I'm hyped!"
1: So her name is Rachel Weiss. okay, and she's a very good actress. Isn't she's
0: she also is she the girl that's in um, Allied and Batman as Raz um, Raz's daughter?
1: No, but I will tell you, they what look she alike. In. They do look alike. Let's see. What would you have seen?
0: Probably not. She's in of the Born
1: Legacy. Um
0: Are you a big oh yeah, you had the Bourne trilogy going... Er, dude, the Born movies. The Born movies are, going far.
1: Are dope. She's in Fred Claus. I don't know if you remember her from that I movie. have watched Fred by She's in know oh she's in Constantine. You ever seen Constantine?
0: I don't know. She's in a bunch of shit. I've seen too many movies. <laughs> Um, but
1: yeah, dude, the mummy movies were were pretty awesome. When did this come out? The first mummy movie came out in
0: '99. Great movies.
1: And then when did the second one come out? The Mummy Returns. 2001.
0: You know a movie was really bad though, but I also still really liked it, The Scorpion King.
1: I knew you were gonna say that. So that's one of Taya's
0: favorite movies, like ever. I love that movie, but if you if you go back <laughs> compared and to you the look mummy, it's it, definitely not as good. No, but if you go back and you look at it, you're like. This is just really cheesy and kind of stupid. Yeah. And but it's, it, but like, it's really entertaining still. You're like, When did that
1: is... one come out, too? Because I think... Um,
0: I feel like it has to be before The Mummy it's Returns. It's 2002.
1: It almost looks like a 90s movie when you watch it. It's like very... You know how there's some, some movies... That's when The
0: Rock slowly starting to... Yeah, it was like around. him kind of
1: at the very beginning of becoming a big movie star. Um
0: I still love that movie, though. I'll still watch it every time it's on it's TV. It's great,
1: dude. You know how there's like some movies that are very... Reminiscent of the time period they came out in. Like, they look the, like they're the a mummy. 90s movie. Like, the Mummy movies and The Scorpion King, to me, I always think of as like 90s movies, which the first one is, but they're like very early 2000s because there was like this transition that happened. Like early 2000s to mid 2000s, where you go from getting like Scorpion King type movies to like Jason Bourne and shit like that, and then there was like this resurgence of action movies and spy movies in the right. mid 2000s and all this kind of stuff. So like you can see movies that are like, oh, that one looks like it came out in the 2010s. That one looks like an early 2000s movie. That like Con Air is definitely a 90s. Oh, movie.
0: dude, Con Air though is so good. It's
1: it's excellent. But you're like, this is the most 90s. You shit know it's 90s when seen.
0: they land in Vegas. Oh, yeah. When they go landing on the strip and you look at the casinos and you hear, like, all the coins hitting the things. Dude, the one thing that gets me about watching Con Air, there'll be, like, these action
1: sequences that will go on for, like, 20 minutes where it's just action and shooting and there's, like, cars exploding and the planes slowly crashing – and there's like this music that is just like slowly ramping up the whole time. And the music like never stops. And it's like the most 90s music you could possibly imagine. And it just goes on for the entire action sequence. And you're like, this is the loudest movie ever. It's just like loud explosions, loud music. It just and it never stops. Nick Cage with his weird hair, like that stringy hair he's, like, that bald, he has. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that weird like southern accent he's going for in that
0: movie. Oh my God. Still a great movie. Great movie. Yeah, Connor,
1: Conair Con is awesome. But then there's like, you know, The Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off are like 80s movies. Like right. you just see that
0: and you think of the 80s. And Back to the Future and shit like that. You know what I mean? But then you watch like the first and, and I'll just segue us into this real quick. You watch like the first Harry Potter Oh yeah. And you're like, that's a nineties movie. I'm yeah, it pretty does, sure it it does have like a nineties like, feel. You would think it was made in ninety nine, but I'm pretty sure it was released in 01.
1: Yeah. I mean it's about as close to the nineties as you can right. get with being It's very but then, early. But 2000s. then you
0: watch the last one, you're like, Holy shit, that right. could that could literally have come out, you know, two weeks ago. Exactly. And that was That's released. what I mean, like
1: you, you can tell the difference in the way we shoot movies now because from the first Harry Potter to the last Harry Potter, looks way different, and like practical, the way they use the practical effects, right. and the, the, like the lighting they use, and all this kind of stuff, and obviously, you know, it's obvious to say that the CGI has gotten much much better since then. Which in the last twenty years, you think with but
0: CGI getting much much better, we wouldn't in some movies or like at least instances in movies, the CGI regresses like really.
1: Bad. Some of them do not like age well. Some it's of them very you look strange.
0: at and you are like. This is bad. Like, my first example, and I know I have brought this up multiple times, is in The Force Awakens. When you see some of the, you know, other aliens or whatever you want to call them in Star Wars. And you're like, you guys look almost as bad as the ones that were released in the 70s. You think so? Some of them do. I never like, really noticed like that. Like the first with the Force guy, um, when um, BB-8 was captured in the net out in like the desert, yeah. and Ray goes and saves him. Like those, the two, the guy, and then whatever thing he's riding look so cheesy to me. I'm well, like, well, I think on. it's like, because
1: they're they're trying really hard to do practical effects with those. Like you can tell those are like. It's like a puppet, and it's like an actual animatronic like thing he's riding on.
0: Right, but just do CGI cause, <laughs> cause you're. I mean, it looks bad in my opinion. Well,
1: here's the thing that you run into with that is if you do like the prequel Star Wars movie route and everything is CGI then if the CGI doesn't age well, then the movie kind of looks like shit. You know what I mean? Whereas like if you do... I mean, your movie
0: looks like shit though if you do 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 it wrong. If
1: you do the Jurassic Park route where it's like there's some CGI, but it's a lot of like animatronics and practical effects, it holds up way longer than if it's like all green screen. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but I feel like Jurassic Park's different because Jurassic Park you have a T-Rex, which is like the main dinosaur. Mm -hmm. So you make one. Yeah. And then you have a couple other dinosaurs that you can make... But none of them are really in like super big action scenes. Yeah, the
1: Velociraptors are actually in probably most of the action scenes, but those are actual like animatronics, right? You know, velociraptors. but but they
0: did those really well. Right. The Star Wars just. It's like they took the easy way out. It's like sorry, Disney, mm. you know I did not get that impression
1: from watching The Force
0: Awakens, I'll be honest. But you also go into it, you're like this is the greatest movie ever. Well, no, not necessarily No one else's opinions are right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Star Wars. Is the I mean best. Star Wars rules. Yeah, obviously. No, Harry Potter's but. better and we're gonna do a Harry Potter episode coming here soon. Okay,
1: so we have our next few podcasts lined up. So we have we have to do an MCU bracket, yep. we have to do a Disney bracket. Yep. We have to do a war movies episode whether it's a bracket whether it's a bracket a or just discussion. talking about our favorite war movies and we have to do um i literally just blanked on harry potter harry potter we have to do a harry potter on on harry potter like it's not i'm putting it on my, on my list because i have a i have a running show. list of podcast um concepts so i'm gonna go ahead and put it in there now so I don't we
0: have it. so many ideas yeah we're gonna have to start doing three shows a week we can try. <laughs> I, I don't know
1: if I have that much time, but we can try.
0: No, you're going to quit your job. This is your new job.
1: Are you offering a 401k and like health insurance and all that?
0: Why are you asking me? You're a part owner. <laughs> are 50-50. we offering 401k? Are we paying I don't ourselves? Know.
1: Do we make money? Figure we don't make out. money.
0: No, because we don't want to give people ads yet. Right. Yet's the key word, though. When we get big, it's all about that ad revenue. No. We'll just be sponsored by Fabletics. Fabletics dude you and your fabletics that's what we're gonna make our money is from a fabletics sponsorship
1: you are out of control where is my note of podcast ideas see he can't even come prepared with notes it's literally the third one down okay
0: (laughs) it says podcast ideas it literally does it was like i just kept going right by it can we just talk about how bad iphone notes are for a second? You can't like title, them, or at least last time I put a note in, you can't title your note. It's just whatever's on the first line.
1: Yeah, that's really annoying. It would to be me. nice to have a title. I don't
0: need to put the title on the first line. Let me just put my first line as my first line. It's just a real shame.
1: Hey, I have something else that we can maybe talk about right now. Um, depending on how long it's going to take, how long have we
0: been going? Do you know? Um, it depends on if you want to slack today or no. Oh, I'm ready to go, dude. Uh, we've been talk. talking for 50 minutes already.
1: Okay, because I feel like all this, about movies. I feel like this may take us years. Uh, a while. What else were we? What else was I just listing? Because I had war movies. I forgot to put the Disney movie bracket. MCU, Harry Potter.
0: Harry Potter. We. Well, yeah, I think it was only four. Right.
1: This is embarrassing. We were talking about this. T-
0: <laughs> you had eight minutes ago. War movies. N- not even that. The MCU bracket. Okay. Harry Potter. Okay. Uh, Disney Bracket. Right. I think that was is it. Is that it?
1: Okay. I got all those on here. You know what else I still have? Okay, so some of these we've talked about, but you know what I have on here that we haven't, like, done a full episode on yet? Um, quantum physics and the yeah. many worlds theory.
0: We're going to have to really plan that one out.
1: <laughs> I can't wait to do that one. That one sounds like a blast. Um, this is what I was going to bring up to see if you wanted to talk about it right now or if we should dedicate our own whole episode to it, but I wanted to talk about, like, the rise of all these streaming services and the possible future of the movie business and like how we're going to consume movies into the future. I feel Depen- like that could maybe be kind in of depth a long you go conversation. Into
0: it. Depends how in-depth you want to go into it.
1: Hang on, let me, let me list a couple other things. We also had... <laughs> uh, I was going to do a favorite TV season ever. Oh, yeah. Like, favorite season of any TV show ever. Um, best time travel movie... We could do a whole bracket of time travel
0: We could do literally a bracket of everything.
1: (laughs) Um, We we already did Aliens. We We wanted to do one on just technology. Like all kinds of technology and it's like rapid advancement and all that We got to
0: remember to slowly start to plan in going back to all of our movie flashbacks too and adding in all of the movies.
1: Mm. You mean when like more movies come out? Like F9, like Fast 9 is coming out. You're saying...
0: No, no, no. I'm saying like... You know, we did our movie flashbacks for each year that you went and saw the movies in theaters. We got to remember to add all the ones you've seen from that year. You're right. You're right. And see if it changes our top five. But that's going to be a lot of work because I didn't save any of those documents because they all got. That's right. I got you, Jack. No, like my top fives. Oh, so I'm gonna have to go back to every episode and And try and find my
1: top five. Um, I have gone back, and I think I've worked my way through 2017. Maybe it was only 2016.
0: But we'll have to like. But I've gone into- back,
1: re looked at the Wikipedia release schedule, added in all the movies I've seen since then, and re switched around my top five. So we could start those whenever. I mean, we have a few episodes of ideas we right. can do for well, the Well, and next then we can also, episodes, like, if you want but- to add
0: this, I saw, and we both have it pulled up as far as, like, the NBA playoffs go. I feel like we could just do a little episode on that and not necessarily just throw that in right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll just let it get to, like, the finals because. Wait, you know, how about we do we're, that? We're close we, to a finals matchup. Um, yeah. But with with that being said, Giannis actually uh, left the game Uh-oh. due to a left knee hyper extension. Yeah, I Trey Young didn't play tonight. So the two why does stars of that, he's got a bruise in his foot. Oh, interesting. Well,
1: we keep saying we're going to do a whole NBA playoffs episode and we don't do it, but um, – I think maybe waiting for the the NBA finals to be set would actually be a pretty good idea, and then we yeah. can.
0: I think we do that dive in at that point.
1: It looks like the Hawks are going to win by a lot.
0: Yeah, and I, I think it would be easier to do that. Just be, I know we talked about it a little bit. I think in the first episode of shooting the shit, um, or maybe one of. Oh no, it's probably in the episode we didn't load. Well, we were just sitting yeah, here. I we did do a little bit of that, but we did it. also
1: touch on it in the first shooting the shit episode, and basically we just shit all over the NBA and how soft it is and how it's dumb that no one ever follows any of the rules like traveling and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, don't get me started on so, how soft it is. I, I think we need to maybe, I mean, we could, shit, we could talk about all that in our NBA episode, but I, I think, think we, should. We'll, we should maybe structure it more. Instead of having it be so much of us just being like, the NBA fucking sucks. Be like, okay, we'll, here's we'll, here's our favorite players. We'll, here's we'll go through what's the, been going on in the playoffs. <laughs> here's which teams we like, all that kind of we'll stuff.
0: We'll go through though. the playoffs at first. League news, you know, like Chauncey Billups just got hired by the the Trailblazers. That is super cool. I was very um, happy for him. Big yeah, Chauncey but now now you have Damian Lillard and Yusuf Nurkic coming out and being like, "Yeah, we don't want to be there anymore." Oh whoa! Because Lillard's if that Lillard leaves, poor, that team's not going to be very well. He good. thinks that they're not doing enough to become a title contender. Which, in my opinion, they're not title contenders. They're a playoff team. They're but a, they're not a, a title contender. perennial
1: playoff team. They just yeah. They're gonna. He's gonna need some more pieces. He needs or like maybe two. We other just guys. trade
0: Jamal Murray for Damian Lillard, and then we Whew. can become NBA champions next year. I'm
1: a big Damian Lillard guy. That guy's a. That guy's a beast.
0: But yeah, we could discuss all of that, like the nice stuff before, and then at the end of the episode, sure. we can just shit on. Um, him.
1: To give anyone an update who doesn't know, we should the- also do
0: a fantasy football uh, series. <laughs> we
1: had so much fun doing that every week last year. Um, what? the Western conference right now, um, the Phoenix suns are leading three to two. I, I think the Clippers, um, were down three to one going into last night's game. And Paul George like went off, had some crazy game and kept them in the series. But I think Phoenix is probably going to close Phoenix them out. Will. Yeah. Um, I think they're just a better team, especially with LA playing without Kawhi. Kawhi has been out for like a month now. Um, I, I think Phoenix is probably going to win that one. So we're probably looking at Phoenix out of the West and then, the East right now. Milwaukee's up two to one, but Atlanta's got like a twenty-four point lead right now in Game Four with like four minutes to go. So they're probably going to win tonight and even that up at two to two. So it kind of remains to be seen who's going to come out of the. I would like east. to
0: see a Phoenix Milwaukee. Honestly, Phoenix versus anybody, Dude, is really I, who I I would be.
1: See. I, I mean, I want. I think I've mentioned this before, but I I would really like to see Giannis make it to the finals and play on that big stage and maybe get his first championship because I'm a big Giannis guy, but. It's really cool and refreshing to see Atlanta this deep in the playoffs. And I, I'm a big fan of Trey Young, too. Like, it's just kind of fun to watch new faces and new teams going this deep into the playoffs because we're just not used to this. You I know, just it's don't always like kind the of the NBA. same teams.
0: But I am happy that, like, the Nets aren't in it or the Lakers because we yeah. both those teams.
1: Yeah. I was very relieved when the Nets got bounced by. I Milwaukee. was relieved
0: when the Suns 4 2 the Lakers, and I was relieved when Brooklyn got bounced in game seven by milwaukee as well because i can't stand james harden i can't stand kevin durant i can't stand lebron james i can't stand the lakers i had no problem with the nets because they used to be like an eight win team every year
1: yeah brooklyn's been really bad i think that's one of the things that's kind of blowing my mind about phoenix too is phoenix has been bad for like several years but you
0: think being bad for so long and getting high draft picks every single year would start to yield some returns i mean the nuggets They were awful for such a long time, and then we traded away all of our good first-round picks for nothing. Yeah. I mean, like I said, imagine if we had Donovan Mitchell on our team. Dude, Donovan Mitchell's so good. But we traded him away for Trey Lyles and Tyler Lydon, I'm pretty sure, is what the pick came to be. Yeah, who and who? Exactly. (laughs) So, I don't know. I just don't like the NBA. I got
1: strong opinions on it. So is that going to be our NBA episode? Is basically you're just being like, I hate the NBA, and here's why?
0: I mean, I'll say some positive things about it. <laughs> we don't
1: have to talk about the NBA if you don't want to. But it's
0: just annoying that it's just a bunch of divas.
1: Oh, yeah. I it, it, I mean, we've gone into this before. They, I,
0: they bitch and moan about everything. Someone sneezes in the stands. They fall down. It's like watching soccer.
1: You know what my brother was actually saying the other day, right after we were talking about that on the podcast, I think during the Shootin' the Shit episode, is – he literally said the same thing I was saying. He was going, why are we pretending like the travel rule is still a rule? Like right. take it out of the rule book because clearly no one enforces it. So like, or like, or it's enforced go,
0: and it's like a two and a half step and you're like, why did you call yeah. travel on that? But this guy yeah. can run from the baseline. Or just make it like
1: the other four baseline. steps. Like traveling is now four steps, not three.
0: Or just enforce the rule that's been in the game for fucking but who they're knows. Not, yeah, long. they're not
1: doing that though. That's my thing is like, why even why do we have this in the rule book if we're clearly just not like Bro, addressing if it?
0: If I was an NBA official, well let's be for one, if I was an official in any sport, I would ref by the rule book, but I would also ref by a rule book of my own making by saying, <laughs> you know, the fouls they call in the NBA, I would sit there and I'd be like, I'm not calling a foul. And then if they get up in my face now the refs can just call technicals. So I would just be like it's not a foul. If you want to get in my face, I'll call a foul. And then they get in my face and I just tee them up.
1: Dude. And then I go. Here's a question for Quit you. Quit
0: being a little bitch. Play the game.
1: <laughs> here's a question for you. If you had to go ref like a, let's say a high school game, in any sport, what do you think you would be the most confident being football. a ref in? You think football?
0: Football because there's a team out there of refs. True. I'm not the true. only,
1: you know. That your, your responsibilities are a little bit more like specific right. instead of being like you're kind of reffing the whole thing
0: right and and i mean if you think about it in terms of sure you can make bad calls in football but there's there's a lot more leeway in football than almost all other sports yeah when it comes to certain calls every sport has bad calls and good calls but like being umpire in baseball or softball fuck no i've been a heckling fan yeah at high school Talk baseball about games heckled. and shit when i was a high schooler. And I feel like I made, like, umpires, like, go home and be like, I'm not ever umpiring for that team at that field yeah. ever again. Well, and because the thing- <laughs> that one little asshole 16-year-old right didn't shut up the yeah. whole day. Uh, and and
1: with baseball, especially if you're at home, at least if you're out in the field, like, you're right, away from the fans. But if you're a home plate umpire, you're just stuck, like, 10 feet away from all the fans. And, well, could and, be-
0: and baseball's pretty much only balls and strikes that are where it's, like, Right, Super close, more or less, yeah. as far as where the controversy comes in. Right. There can be controversy of, oh, was he safe? And it's like, you know, it's kind of one of those, you know, there's the saying, Ty goes to the runner, and I yeah. guess there's the rule of it. I don't know the rule book, but, yeah. you know, it's one of those things. If it's that close, you can't be upset if it goes either way. You kind of yeah. got to accept yeah. whatever the ump calls. You know, they're people, too. They're going to make mistakes. I've always had a lot of sympathy for refs, although I will
1: admit I have, you know, Blatantly bad
0: refs infuriate me because it's like you mean like the ref that kicked Joker out of an elimination game for what they say is a flagrant two foul when he barely glanced his face and the guy lays on the ground like it was the end of the world. (laughs) I sat if I was at that game and I was like sitting courtside, I would have just like pulled tissues out of my pocket or something and thrown them at him, then like kicked him and been like, well, at least now he's got a reason to stay down and now I don't have to come back to any more of these stupid ass (laughs) games. Um, but I can't afford courtside seats. So
1: I've had a lot of sympathy for refs because it's a hard job. I mean, it really is.
0: It is, but But they also sign up for it.
1: Yes. And there's, and that's why the ones who are blatantly bad infuriate me the most, because it's like, especially if you, you can see, you know how some of them, I'm sure you had refs when you were playing little league sports that you saw all the time and like they refed your games for years. Oh yeah. So like they have lots of practice. They've refed an insane amount of games and they're still bad. And you're like, why are you this bad? And if you're this bad, why are you still doing it? Like you should be better at this by now. A You've left
0: e- how many hundreds of games? <laughs> like a prime example of that is our sophomore year in high school. I think it was a JV game. It, we called it like the ice bowl when we played ranch okay. um, JV. And that was, it was literally like negative 40 degrees and the turf field was just frozen. Like it was literally a sheet of ice. Well, my neighbor at the time was refing the game. We had just gotten like a forty yard run. You know, I was on the O line, so that was good for us. We get up, and one of the ranch kids just goes, "Fuck!" And I'm just walking back to the huddle. Well, the ref threw his flag, and he calls unsportsmanlike on, on me for saying "fuck." Oh, he called it on you? I turn around, and I'm in the huddle. I don't think it was Graham or somebody was screaming my name to get off the field go to sideline, I'm like, what? And he goes, what did you do to get a penalty? And I was like, I, don't, I didn't do anything. And so they ask him, and they goes, he, he, my neighbor literally goes, well, I heard someone yell fuck, and he was the first one I saw. Oh and my so, god! And so Garrett at the time goes, coach, it wasn't Matt. He didn't say anything. And I was like, why would I say something when we just had a huge play that was in yeah. our favor? And so, after the game... Well, and why you know, is
1: he calling a penalty on someone he doesn't clearly know who did it? Like, he's just going to turn around and just pick right, a number? And like, right, And so, after it?
0: the game, you know, we went down, and, or well, it was a couple days later, and I go, why did you th- call a penalty on me, you know, and in this past weekend's game? And he goes, did you not say it? And I was like, no. Why would I say that when we just had a great play? And he goes... I don't know. I just called it on the first person I saw and I guess that was you. Oh, and I dear. was like, "Come on. You like if you're going to be a ref, you got to be like my biggest thing with any professional sports is their consistency." Yeah. Like I'll go back to baseball. If you're going to call balls and strikes for one team, you better be consistent yes, in where you're calling yes. the balls and strikes for the other team.
1: That's something that I think anyone who's played baseball or watched baseball before that's it that's all we're asking. If right. you're going to call like within a certain strike zone, strikes then you better be calling it for both, both. teams, and then I won't have an issue with it, yeah. and
0: neither will the right. Neither will because the teams it's like okay, there.
1: we both need to adjust now. The right. strike zone is, is a little bit bigger or a little bit wider than we right. thought it was, but now we both know. But if it's like you're only calling it strikes for one pitcher and not for another pitcher, like that's when it's like, hey man, like you got to get this right. fucking. This is a bunch of bullshit. Here. Yeah,
0: but like I, I do the same thing with all sports, like holding in football. Or, you know, roughing the pa- – like, whatever this new roughing the passer bullshit is, I don't give a fuck who has the ball. It's football. Hit him. I don't care if it's Tom Brady as a quarterback. Hit him. Dude,
1: some of these uh, – the last few years, I'm, I'm sure someone's Bro, put together – Bro, the
0: vines a, that they put out I, there. Yeah, on I was going to say, I, I'm,
1: I'm, sure, I'm sure someone's put together vines or YouTube videos or whatever of – People just running by and like swiping and not even hitting quarterbacks and getting these right pass interf- or pass interference call, not passing interference, Ruffing roughing the passer. the passer calls. And you're like,
0: but then they do it to a different guys, quarterback, and it's, and it's yeah, and then you know they don't call it. And I'm like, well is it just because it's not Brady 12 exactly. on the back of that jersey? You'll, you'll turn around
1: and see some guy get like buried into the turf, and it's just nothing. That's no, fine, like, that was uh, clean, okay. But,
0: but then at the same time, I have an issue with some athletes like Cam Newton coming out being like, they don't protect me like they protect other you know quarterbacks, and I go. Okay, well, Tom Brady, if he leaves the pocket, he, he doesn't get hit because he knows he doesn't need to get hit. Yeah. So he either slides or he gets out of bounds. Yeah. You, like, get to the sideline and stop. You're still in bounds. If I was a defensive, yeah, free defensive player, I'd light you up too. Yeah. If As as soon as you're out of the pocket, you're a runner. Yeah. I don't care who you are as a quarterback unless you give yourself up. All right, let's go. <laughs> Hitting drills. <laughs> But no, they they sit there. Here's a question.
1: Here's a question for you. King asked me this the other night. So we were we were at dinner.
0: Yes, I did play in the Rose Bowl, King.
1: (laughs) Um, he was like, "How do you think you would do right now if you had to go through like a full football practice?" I'd pass out. Dude, I'm in such bad shape, and I'm so much older now than I was when I was playing football. My body—I was like—I said first things first—I would for sure pull a hamstring, like immediately. My fat ass on our little, would pull a hamstring. like if
0: it was a high school <laughs> practice, my fat ass from our blue line around the goalpost back to like the yard lines, I would a hundred percent pass out.
1: Oh, dude, it'd be it'd be so or bad. I'd be like yacking so up. And just like the first big hit, too, I would just feel everything kind of crack and explode, and be like, "Wow, this is gonna feel terrible tomorrow." <laughs> but but I, I would, I would, hundred percent pull a hamstring. There's, I don't have a doubt in my. Oh, mind.
0: my knees would probably blow up my asshole. I don't, I don't think I'm in a stance again every single second. And I don't then think i be
1: explosive. When was the last time you think you've legitimately sprinted?
0: Brandon and I did workouts. Um, twenty no, twenty nineteen. We did some workouts at Thunder Ridge where we were doing some like and you did like some actual agility drills yeah. and stuff like that. We were sprinting, and let me tell you what, I fucked my back up so <laughs> bad with the change in directions. <laughs> you know, you go from sitting in your house on a chair, going yeah. to work, sitting in your, ha- in, yeah. in, in your work on a chair, yeah, the office job, and then just yeet, yeet, yeah, and you got done. You're like, the, oh, the, I feel the hard good. stop and go the and other direction. Then I go to roll out of bed the next day, and I was like. And I was like, ah my back. So it was one of those like things where you gotta like move your whole body at once <laughs> and you like slowly roll out of bed. And then you s st- I stood up and I'm like, I I literally couldn't like bend over. Like it, it was uh it was bad. I don't So no, after I don't that even i know. retired tired sprinting.
1: I don't even know when the last time I fully sprinted was. I, I couldn't even tell you. I mean I've like jogged and like ran places briefly, but like My belly would
0: probably just pull me down to the ground. (laughs) I'd get in, like, a sprinting stance, and I'd just collapse over my arms.
1: It's it's funny. It's, like, starting to, like, really make sense how, like, you know, I tried to get my dad to come, like, play basketball with me and stuff in the driveway or whatever in high school when, like, I'm in very good physical condition playing football, playing basketball. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's, like oh I don't know like my back kind of hurts and all this kind of stuff he's got to get like all warmed up and everything like it makes sense now because I'm only I'm going to be 28 in August and I already have to do that I can't even imagine being like 55 60 years old and trying to like
0: when we go play basketball go
1: run around on a court
0: and play basketball I would when when we go play basketball now we literally all go through stretching routines yeah it's sad and then when we when we used to play basketball in high school you could just hop out of the car hop out of the car eat a whole bag of flaming Hot Cheetos and and just so we play like be four hours. Yeah. Now, if we did that, we'd hop out of the car. We'd immediately have heartburn. <laughs> we would pull a hamstring, then we would go shit fire in like twenty minutes. And we'd all have to like hydrate, we'd, get we'd a bunch have, of water, yeah. go and through then we, a stretching routine. We play three games and we're all like,
1: yeah. Eh, eh, well, most of the time we play like one game with the intention of playing three, and it's like, yeah, you guys, uh, you guys good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can. That's because we've been
0: playing when it's like ninety-one degrees out lately, and that just zaps you yeah like you you're out there in this even like if you go to a pool and it's that hot and you go back in the house you're like man i'm just tired yeah it's exactly. let alone That's playing sure. a game like when we play a good game of 21 it's intense
1: dude i miss playing basketball man we haven't been in a while i love playing basketball
0: yeah because we don't have any refs there could you imagine how quickly we'd all foul out if we had refs at a game <laughs> It would take us
1: forever. Yeah, it would take us forever to tweet, actually tweet. get to 21. I know that much.
0: The ref would be like, all right, you guys only paid me to be here for three hours. I'm like, yeah, well, no one's at 21 yet. It's 11 to 6 to 4.
1: I love how some of those games, if we haven't played in a while, we'll be playing for like 35 minutes and no one's reached
0: 10 points. <laughs> or it's the opposite. We'll be playing for like 10 minutes and someone's at like 15 already. Yeah. And like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> Do you miss? Oh man. Good times. Yeah, but those are all gone. They're all gone now. So me and you'll have to find a new twenty one partner. Yeah. I don't know who plays basketball that would play with this. That would be like on a fair playing level. Because I feel like we're all three, like we all have different skill sets, but we all kind of like can play yeah, well. It's, it's against Each other.
1: No one's like way worse or way better right. than anyone. There's else. There's
0: like certain days where none of us shoot well, and then there's yeah. certain days where one of us shoots well, and yeah. then there's certain days where we're all like neck and neck, and it's just like who can make the critical free throws to keep the ball.
1: Do you remember a few New Years ago? Uh, I think Kendall was there. We were. Ta- I was talking about how I miss playing basketball all the time. Like that was pick at your beers. parents' house. Was it at my parents' house or was it at Zach's parents' house? I don't know. Anyway, wherever we were, he was like dude, if you want to play, I, I'm in a league with a bunch of guys who used to play college ball and all that kind of stuff. And as soon as he said that, I was like, yeah, I don't know. That might be a little more than I'm <laughs> I was thinking like for. YMCA.
0: Yeah, I am like, th-
1: kind of thinking like, you know, guys who didn't play college basketball, guys who like have relatively some sort of skill but are not like going to be dunking on me every other play.
0: Right. No. If, if I play in a league, I feel like I'd rather do like a flag football league or like one of those like a yeah. co-ed kickball leagues. I can go, go, like, stand out there, and then I'm like, all right, just don't blow out a knee when you plant to kick the ball. And it's like, boom. It's like, all right, don't blow out a knee when you turn first. (laughs) Slow it down, slow it down. That's why
1: the the beer league softball games are always so fun is because you can get – I mean, it literally doesn't matter what your talent level is, how how sober you are, how old you are. It's like, just come out and play. We're just having fun. I used
0: to to play in an all-men's beer league, but it it was more of like a – it was more laid back than some of those leagues. Like you'd go to Redstone and you see like they're in their full like uniforms. Yeah. And I'm like, are right, you tryhards that's, sliding into second that, base? That's
1: my thing. Is like I I never really I haven't ever actually played. I've gone and watched a bunch of people play like the hey, you beer league me softball play in tournament. Yeah. But I've ever, I've never actually participated. Um, but that's one of those things that I feel like if I was on a team, I would always be nervous to show up to figure out like, what is the other team going to look like when we get here? Like, is it going to be is it going to be fun? A and bunch like, of tryhards, or is it going to be a bunch of people like us who are just kind of like we got a thirty rack of beer in the dugout and we're just here to hang out for two right. hours and like you know fuck around?
0: I think it, like I'm such a competitive person, I want to win every time. But I also would like look around and like when I played on the team, it, it was uh, me and like Dylan Manigo would played on his dad's team. Mm-hmm. And we were pretty competitive. We were a pretty good team. It was, there were some old guys on there that it was like, what are you doing out here? And then there was right. like younger guys on there that was like, we can make this, yeah. you know, fill in the gaps of this team. Yeah. And we had a good team. Like, we were competitive. We took second in, like, the last year we played. And every, like it was fucking fun. We were sponsored by Platte River, Bar and <laughs> Grill. Like <laughs> cool. It, it was a fucking fun time. But then there would be, like, we'd get into fights. And, you know... I'm in the outfield and, like, you know.
1: You mean against other teams? Right. But, like,
0: it wouldn't be necessarily physical all the time, but it would be like arguments verbal break going out back and, and yeah. forth. And, you know, it's kind of an unwritten rule in, in like, co ed softball or adult softball that you try never to hit it back to the pitcher because they're so close. Right. right. And you can really get force behind it. Yeah. And one of the times, I think it was Dylan's dad was pitching for us. He took a ball right off the kneecap. Oh and he and he had like a knee brace on or something and he's cussing at this guy and the guy had never apologized or anything. And I mean it was about to like go to blows, like their dugout came out, we all went running in and, oh and the, the ump just goes Alright, we're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't get paid enough for this and, shit. and you know, we ended up winning that game, but it was one of those things that's just like I'm competitive, but I'm not that competitive. Like Well,
1: and I I think for something like that, I mean the guy can't exactly control where the ball goes when he hits it.
0: No, but like I I played, you know, a couple games with Megan's team where I'd go watch her play with her dad and their their co ed team at, at Redstone and some teams would show up and they're like super tryhards, you know, like the guys would cut girls off making plays and they wouldn't <laughs> let the girls make plays. But then you also have the teams that the girls were making all of the plays and it was just some of those it's like it's fun to be competitive, but, like, come on. We're all here to have fun. Like, this this should be a fun yeah, thing for yeah. everyone to be out here. Not necessarily i – I'm trying to rip everyone's head off. Like, yeah. I hit back at the picture at the tournament you were at, and I was safe, and I went back, and you know, I went out to him. I'm like, hey, sorry about that. Like, I didn't mean to. He goes, oh, no, good. It was, yeah. it was a nice hit. But I'm like, yeah, I get it's a nice hit, but, like, I don't want to take your head off. I'm not here yeah. to do that. I didn't. See, I think
1: – I think there's leagues for the people who want to still be very competitive, and then there's leagues for people who just kind of want to go like treated as a social right. occasion. There should be you know? different
0: divisions, but then yeah. there's those try-hard teams that are like, oh, we can't win in the try-hard league. So we're, we're going to go, go down yeah. to the, the beer league and <laughs> the just The beer league and like, try really people. hard and
1: bury everyone, yeah, which is ridiculous. It's like, dude, you're, paying, you're playing against a bunch of drunk like 40-somethings. Like,
0: oh, dude, if, if I ever – say like we did get into a league like that and we were playing a bunch of tryhards, I would have no problem just talking shit the whole time.
1: Oh, yeah, that's what half the fun is.
0: And then they be like, oh, you want to fight? And I'd be like, "Nah, sorry. I let the scoreboard do them talking. Even though we'd be down like 40. But like, you're losing it. I'd be like, oh, shucks. I guess I need to go back to reading. <laughs> Just you got to keep agreeing with them because it makes them more and more angry. Oh, is that what it is? That's what the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 lobbies have taught me. Dude. The more you agree with people, the more they keep going. Those because- Call of Duty Modern
1: Warfare lobbies.
0: That's why today's... Else. You know, that's why today's kids are so soft. Cause that's why no those more
1: youngsters these days, those kids these days. So
0: soft. <laughs> Just soft. When, if I, I wouldn't
1: know. I, don't, I haven't played video games in like 30, seconds. W- when I years, have so. kids,
0: if they want to play video games and there's an in-game chat, they're never allowed to be in party chats. They got to go straight in-game. And if they get offended by what is said, then I'm taking whatever console they have and throwing it away.
1: Is that what's going to happen? Yeah. Are you going to play video games against your kid and just beat the living shit oh, out yeah. of him in every video game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never
0: take it easy on I'd him. I'd be like, you can either play outside or you can play me in a game again. Like, I'm going outside. I'm like, exactly. That's why I play. Yeah. Just to keep you outside. Because we but, were raised outside. But why don't you let me
1: win? Like, no, you got to learn how to beat me.
0: Yeah. I always tell people it's it's better to learn to lose than learn to win. Because when you learn to lose, when you win for the first time... You get that feeling of, like, success. Whereas if you're constantly always winning, then you lose the first time, you're just a bitch. You're a sore loser. You've never been there before. So it's easier if you learn to lose because then you appreciate when you get a win.
1: Yeah. I would say that's sage advice from an old man like But my kids
0: will never lose. Oh, okay. But they won't get participation awards either. All right. And if they cry if they lose, then they're just not allowed to play sports anymore. I thought they were never going to lose. That's why I said they won't. Play sports anymore? They'll lose once, and that's it.
1: Oh, that's that's, that's pretty uh, high bar you set there.
0: And if they're like say they're a pitcher in the MLB, they better throw no hitters every time they're on the mound. Wow, perfect games! <laughs> oh, perfect games! <laughs> Not even no hitters. Well, speaking of that though, uh, German Marquez just had a no hitter um, broken in the top of the ninth for the Rockies. Oh, damn.
1: Is that what all these ESPN notifications are coming through?
0: Half of them are, and then half of them are like, Twitter responds to Giannis going down.
1: I've always thought, okay, nah, I'm not getting in that. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> as soon as I say something sometimes, I'm like, this is going to get into like a political like world discussion, and I'm not getting into it. It's not the time or the place.
0: Yeah, just browsing where we do not talk politics. Because
1: I actually had some family in town for the wedding this past weekend. They were asking like what we talk about on here. And I was like, well, basically anything other than politics, like literally 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 the politics. Yeah. Like whatever you want, as long as it doesn't get political that we're down.
0: It's because there's like you can have friendly discussions or friendly arguments about literally every topic. But it seems this day and age, you can't have a friendly discussion where two sides don't agree on politics. Yeah. Like if 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 I believe in one thing and you believe in a different thing, we should never be able to be friends according to today's society.
1: Yeah. Even though like it's perfectly acceptable to not believe the same things and still be Even though it is because
0: we all believe in different things and we're all still friends. Yeah. At least some of us are still friends.
1: Right. Dun, 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 well, dun, dun. you want to wrap this up? Yeah. That's pretty good shooting the shit. How long yeah. have you been going here?
0: Uh, almost an hour and twenty minutes. Oh, nice. So Okay,
1: so next up is MCU bracket. So is next, that what we're doing
0: next? Next up we can do well, let's let's think this one through because fourth of July weekend's coming up. Right. So everybody out there here in the US, have a great fourth of July weekend. Yeah. Get drunk, shoot fireworks off. Definitely. Celebrate our independence and our freedom. Okay, end of that. Um but i have monday off so do and, i and then so
1: we can record monday if you want
0: we could either do monday because then we leave on thursday true so it's got to be monday tuesday wednesday yeah <coughs> probably i would say monday or tuesday would be our best bets
1: i would be super down do for monday cuz i am off monday cuz it's observed right which is kind of bizarre to me i mean i'm not complaining i like the day off but it's like you're observing I the love 4th it, cause of cause july I only, on the 5th i only
0: of have two days to work that week
1: yeah me too i'm literally and then working the next tuesday, week i wednesday. only work three yeah. days yeah i think i'm the same way <laughs>
0: it's great <laughs> so um, no, i think if if we do do it yeah we can plan on doing it monday or tuesday because i feel okay. like wednesday will probably want to be
1: <clears throat> and it'll be mcu bracket so we got we got to build it we got to have it ready have yep. it posted and then we'll yep. record go through our picks and i will At the beginning of that episode, I will bring in the Pixar movie brackets that have been filled out. Right. We'll go over those, see what some of the other results are. So it it
0: will be a longer Mm. episode for those of you that have listened this far. Our MCU bracket episode will be a, I'd probably say an hour and a half minimum maybe as far as the podcast goes. The stream might be longer. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're going to get into it. So. I can get into it with the MCU. And I kind of want to talk about the MCU shows, too, when we do that. But anyway, keep going. So we're doing MCU so next. So we'll do
0: MCU next, and we'll probably do that Monday or Tuesday. Well, we'll have to do it Monday or Tuesday of next week. Yeah. Um, and then I think we can probably decide what we want to do. We probably don't want to have anything we have to plan for after yeah. the next weekend. So probably
1: not a good idea to do, like, the Disney bracket right after that. Maybe we'll save that for a couple episodes. Yeah, we can
0: probably the do... Like an NBA playoff one, if we want to, because there's not much to plan for. Yeah, Um, you know we'll have a long weekend coming into that next episode. (laughs) We will. Our (laughs) brains will be fried a little bit, probably. So we'll want to uh, have a non-thinking episode. But yeah, I would say you know we'll do it the MCU next. Um, We'll work behind the scenes to get that bracket loaded and into the Podbean um, website, and then we'll go from there. Yeah.
1: So you don't want to do the quantum physics and the many worlds theory right when we get back from Vegas.
0: Maybe we can talk (laughs) about Vegas. Maybe we'll just talk about like the bright lights of Vegas and and see what they're all about. But no, uh, for those of you that did tune in, thank you. We appreciate all your love and support. Again, we are streaming live, um, all of our episodes on Twitch at twitch.tv slash there's browsing podcast. If you want to come chat with us live, we do see those chats and it is live, so we will respond immediately. Um, but, yeah, thanks for all the love and support. We're out on all the social medias. And, you know, we'll be back here in a week and, uh, with another bracket, but this time of Marvel movies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for that one. So
1: so get ready. Do your Marvel research. Hop on Disney+, watch some Marvel movies, and check out the bracket for next week's episode. Yep, and we'll be back. All right. Thanks, Thanks, everybody. Until next time.